Discover the tips and strategies that will help you achieve your retirement goals. I'm your host, James Canole, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you retire well. It all starts right here on Ready for Retirement. and welcome back to another episode of Ready for Retirement. I'm your host, James Canole. And today on the podcast, we're gonna do something a little bit different. Up until now, we've been doing single episodes and those episodes have been designed to answer one specific question and to go fairly deep on that one particular topic. And that's great in a lot of instances. Other times though, there's a topic or there's a question or an idea that takes a little bit more exploration, a little bit more than we can do in one 20 minute episode. So what we're gonna to begin today is we're gonna begin a new series called the Countdown to Retirement Series. And what it is, is it's one big picture question of how do you know if you're on track for retirement, but we're going to break that down into four individual episodes because it once heard an interesting and unique approach to retirement planning. And this approach essentially said that your ability to retire comes down to your ability to answer yes to four distinct and separate questions. And so what we're going to do is we're going to explore each of those questions, understand what they are, and then understand how do you know if you can answer yes to that question. And today on the Countdown to Retirement series, we're going to start with the question number one. And that first question is probably the first question most of you think of when it comes to, am I ready to retire? It's, do you have enough? And that's money. So do you have enough money to retire? Now, that's a question probably a lot of us have, and it can be a difficult question because it's a question that depends on a lot of different variables, and it's a question that's going to be unique and different for every individual person. So on today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to understand the framework or the approach that you need to take if you want to understand if you have enough to retire, which is step one of four steps that will enable you to see if you're in a position to retire. So let's jump right in. There, there are four distinct things that you need to understand as you ask this question of, do you have enough to retire? And what I always encourage people to do is there's a great book by Stephen Covey called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of those habits is successful people always begin with the end in mind. Same approach is true for retirement planning. So when I say start with the end in mind, this is what I mean. As, as, as you're thinking about, can you retire? Well, when do you want to retire? Do you love what you do and, and don't see yourself ever really stopping? It's going to be a lot different than someone who's in a hurry to retire as soon as they possibly can, maybe as soon as possible in many cases. What do you see yourself doing in retirement? Do you want to retire and just kind of maintain lifestyle and what you're doing today, whether that's spending time with family, whether that's going on a couple of different trips per year, but really keep all things the same as they are today versus do you see yourself retiring and having a totally different lifestyle? Maybe you're doing a lot more traveling. Maybe you're moving to a different part of the country. Maybe you're living in a different place for six months out of the year. Maybe you're spending more time with friends or family or just have different hobbies or things that you want to be doing. Understand what does a successful outcome look like for you? If you were to retire and to look back on this, on your decision to retire, what would have had to have happened for you to say, yeah, that was a successful retirement. I'm happy that I did that. And then understand what does that cost? When you look at the things that you want to be doing in retirement, understand what does that cost in today's dollars? It's pretty simple if you just want to maintain your current lifestyle. If you say, yeah, I'm going to retire and not much is going to change except for instead of earning a paycheck from my salary or my employer, my check's going to be coming from my investments or social security or pension. If that's the case, then all you really need to do is look at what you're spending today and you need to ensure your portfolio can support that as you go into retirement. But if you're looking at retirement and that's going to be a radical change, either because you're spending a lot more or because you're spending a lot less, understand how that's going to impact your budget and understand what would it cost in today's dollars to be able to do all those different things. And then you need to adjust for inflation. So inflation is something that's not going to ever stop going up. 
If you think about what things were costing 30 years ago, what it cost to purchase a home or a vehicle or clothing or a dozen eggs, whatever it may be, things that cost one price 30 years ago are now significantly higher today. And as you're approaching retirement, that same thing is going to happen going forward. So if you're looking at a retirement, and let's assume that you're 60 years old today, and if you're 60 years old today and you say, you know what, James, I want to live on $100,000 after tax, and that would allow me to support my retirement lifestyle, that's great. And 100000 is going to do that today. But after 20 years, it's going to cost $180,000 per year to maintain the same purchasing power that you have today with $100,000. It's assuming a 3% per year rate of inflation. After 30 years, it's going to cost $243,000 per year to maintain the purchasing power that you have today with $100,000. So if you're retiring at 60, and chances are good, you may live to 90 or well beyond that, living expenses are likely going to go up to 200 to 300% higher than what they are today. That's something that you need to take into account as you start to understand what it's going to cost to retire. So when I say start with the end in mind, you're starting with the end in mind because you're not planning for today. You're not just planning for what does it cost today to live? That's, that's a starting point, but really you need to think about how is that going to change over the course of your retirement. So you start by knowing what's it going to cost to fund your retirement? What is it going to cost to be able to do the things that you want to do to have that successful outcome? Because once you're done with that, then we can move on to step number two, which begins the process of saying, how do we begin to position or understand where we are today in order to accomplish that? So if step number one is start with the end in mind. Step number two is know your income. Yes, know your income today. That's pretty straightforward. What are you earning from your employer, from your work? But your future lifestyle, when you're no longer working and earning that paycheck, it's going to be funded by two primary sources of income. One of those sources is what I'll call non-portfolio income. So it's things like social security, pension, rental income, really any income that you're receiving. It could even be part-time work. Any income that's coming in that's not requiring you to pull money out of your portfolio. So non-portfolio income is the first source of income. And the second, of course, is going to be portfolio income, which we'll look at in step three. But you need to start by knowing your income because what that does for you is that gives you the baseline. Now, going back to our example, assuming you want to spend $100,000 per year in retirement. Well, what if you have Social Security, you and a spouse? And what if you have a small pension from a previous employer? Well, that's going to cover some of that $100,000. I mean, that whole $100,000 doesn't necessarily have to come from your investment portfolio. A part of it will, but you want to first understand how much is it going to come from other sources, the non-portfolio income, and start with that amount. Once you start with that amount, understand what that total is going to be. So again, this could be adding up social security benefits. It could be adding up rental income, pension, any part-time work you might be doing, any other sources of income. Understand how much that is because what you can do with that is once you've added that all up, you can see what percentage of your retirement expense needs will be covered before you even touch your portfolio. Before you even have to take money out of your 401k or Roth IRA or other investment accounts, you need to understand how much is even needed from your portfolio. And you do that by understanding how much is already covered by other sources. So step number two is know your income. So, so far we've talked about begin with the end in mind, understand when you want to retire, what retirement looks like for you, what it's going to cost to do that. And then step number two is what income sources will you have throughout retirement? Step number three then is to calculate how much do you need to have in your portfolio? So step number two is understanding how much of your income will come from non-portfolio sources. Now what you know is when you subtract that or when you subtract how much income you want to be living on by the amount of income that's going to come from non-portfolio income sources, 
The remainder is what needs to come from your portfolio. So in our example, going back to that, if we want to live on $100,000 per year, and let's assume that we have $60,000 per year coming from non-portfolio sources, social security, pension, whatever it may be. What that leaves is that leaves $40,000 per year that needs to come from our portfolio. Now, this is important because once you understand how much you need to generate or how much your portfolio needs to generate, it's at that point that you can calculate how much you ultimately need to have in your portfolio so you can give yourself the green light and say, okay, I'm ready to retire. I have enough in my portfolio and other income sources to be able to pull this off. So back to that example, if we need $40,000 from our investment portfolio, there's a general rule of thumb in the investment world that you can safely take out about 4% per year of your portfolio value without running the risk that you might run out of money at some point. So whatever your portfolio value is, whether it's 100,000 or $10 million, you can safely take out about 4% per year, assuming you're invested the correct way, and you can be reasonably assured that that money is gonna last you for 30 plus years into retirement. So if we start with that baseline and say, okay, whatever portfolio value you have, it can generate 4% per year of income for you to live on. Well, if we need $40,000, the first thing we need to understand is, okay, $40,000 is 4% of what number? What bigger number do we need so that we can understand that 4% of that is going to equal 40000 per year, which is going to supplement our social security, our pension, or the other income sources we're using in this example. So what you do is you take $40,000 and you simply divide that by 4%, or you divide that by 0.04, and what you come up with is exactly a million dollars in this example. Meaning if you have a million dollars in your portfolio, that can generate $40,000 per year safely throughout retirement. So you take that $40,000, you add it to your social security, you add it to your pension, and you've just met your income needs. You've solved between how much non-portfolio income you have and how much portfolio income you have, and that's going to be enough to take you all the way throughout retirement. Now, this is so important that you do this and that you don't skip step number two, because if you're looking at the fact that you might need $100,000 per year in income, and you're saying, gosh, my portfolio needs to generate that whole amount. Well, if you divide $100,000 by 4%, that's $2.5 million. Meaning you would need to have $2.5 million in your portfolio to generate $100,000 per year to meet your income needs. But by understanding how much of those needs will be covered by things like Social Security or a pension or rental income or other sources, it shows you the true amount that needs to come from your portfolio, which is typically a much smaller amount. So that's step number three is calculate how much you need to have in your retirement. So again, start with the end in mind, understand your income sources, know your income. And then number three, calculate how much you need to have in your portfolio to supplement your non-portfolio income sources. And then number four is kind of a catch-all for other factors. This calculation that we're doing is very simplistic. It's a good start, but it's not the most thorough calculation you could do. There's other things you need to keep in mind. For example, taxes. We haven't factored in taxes and how this impacts that. So if you're taking 4% per year or $40,000 per year from your portfolio, that's going to be a lot different if you're taking that $40,000 per year from a 401k that's fully taxable versus if you're taking that $40,000 per year from a Roth IRA, which is not taxable, versus if you're taking that from a brokerage account or an individual account where part of it might be taxable and part might not be. So understanding the taxes that you'll have to pay is a crucial part of this because it's understanding how much of that 4% per year you'll actually get to keep versus how much of that is going to be paid in taxes. So make sure you're keeping that in mind. Number two, understand do you have any cost of living adjustments on your different income sources? For example, Social Security, every year for the most part, it goes up a little bit to keep up with inflation. 
Now, it doesn't truly keep up with inflation depending on how you look at inflation, but it's going to go up a little bit. So if your benefit this year is 2000 per month, next year it's going to be a little bit more. You're going to receive a cost of living adjustment. Whereas if you have a pension, and it's not a government pension, but it's just a private pension from a private employer that you worked at, most of the times those don't have cost of living adjustments. So that first year of retirement, your pension is going to represent a, a certain amount of your total income needs, but that number is going to say stay stagnant or it's going to stay flat. So the dollar amount remains the same, but the purchasing power begins to decrease each year. So what that means is each subsequent year, more and more money is going to have to come from your portfolio because your portfolio is going to have to make up for the inflation adjustment that you don't have on that pension. So understand with your different income sources, are those going up or down over time? And how is that going to tie in or compare to inflation? And then really looking at increase or decrease living expenses as you age. What we just did in our analysis is said, what if it takes $100,000 per year to live in retirement? That might be the case year one. But what tends to happen is some expenses will go up over the course of retirement. Other expenses will go down over the course of retirement. And understanding that your expenses aren't really a static number is really important in this as well. For example, maybe you're traveling for the first 10 to 15 years of retirement. You have your energy, you have your health, you have the resources to do it, and you're traveling a lot more. Maybe on the back end of retirement, you just don't have the same energy or the same health to do so. So maybe you stop. On the flip side, maybe there's medical expenses that represent a part of your retirement budget at first, but maybe an increasingly larger part towards the end of your retirement. So understanding that your expenses are not going to be static is an equally part of this equation that we simplified as we went through it. Understand the longevity needs of your portfolio. So if you retire at 40, it's going to be a very different story than if you're retiring at 70. That general 4% rule of thumb that we mentioned, that's going to be different if you retire at 40 versus 70. So understanding, and it's also going to be different based upon your life expectancy. Do you have family members that are living to 100 or do you? does your family generally live to 75, 80? Understanding life expectancy is very important in this as well because ultimately the goal is to understand how can your investments, your assets, your income sources last for the rest of your life so you don't outlive your money and that's going to be different for everyone. And then lastly, just income start dates. Sometimes you'll have things that don't start day one of retirement. So do you have a pension that starts at 65, but you don't retire until 60? How is that going to factor in? How is that going to change how much you need from your portfolio day one of retirement versus how much you need from your portfolio five or six or seven or 10 years into retirement? So just understanding that retirement, it's not a perfectly even amount of income or expenses or anything else. But in general, if you can start with the end in mind, if you can know your non-portfolio income sources, that will allow you to calculate how much you need to have in your portfolio to answer the question of, yes, I can retire. And then number four, make sure that you're considering those other factors, whether it's taxes, whether it's inflation, increased or decreasing living expenses as you age, longevity needs of your portfolio, and different start dates for income that you may have. So if you can go through that and if you can calculate that you do have enough in your portfolio and your different income sources to retire, then congratulations. You've just answered yes to the first of four questions that you need to be able to understand or that you need to be able to answer yes to before retire. If you look at this and the answer is no, that's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Let, let's say that you need a million dollars to retire. You just solve for that as you go through this exercise. Well, maybe you have 700,000 in your portfolio today. The next step from here would be really to understand, okay, based upon the, my savings rate, based upon how much I'm saving to my 401k, based upon how many more years I want to work, how much do you need to be saving so that you can be on track to be at that million dollar mark? 
Or if you're saying, you know what, James, I'm not working anymore and I don't have enough in my portfolio, then you simply need to adjust the expectations of what retirement will look like. Maybe you can retire, but it's just on a lesser amount. So this was the first part of the countdown to retirement series. And this question was, do you have enough? Do you have enough money? On our next episode, what we'll be looking at is the second question that you need to be able to answer yes to as you approach retirement. Looking forward to seeing you again then to answer question number two. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ready for Retirement podcast. To see the show notes and the resources listed from today's episode, please head over to the Ready for Retirement website at readyforretirement.co. That's readyforretirement.co. If you've not done so already, please subscribe to the show. A new episode is released every Tuesday morning. By subscribing, you'll be notified each time that happens. And finally, this show is designed to answer your questions about retirement. So if you have a question, chances are good someone else has the same one. Please submit your question to the Ready for Retirement website. Again, there's a separate page on the readyforretirement.co webpage called Ask a Question or Submit a Question. If you submit your question there, I'll answer it for you on a future episode for everyone to listen to. Thank you again for listening. See you next time. Hey everyone, it's me again for the disclaimer. Please be smart about this. Before doing anything, please be sure to consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It is for informational purposes only.